This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Get the Hillman Morning Show on demand. Podcasts and more are always online and on your schedule at WAAF.com. I believe Chris Catan is ready to join us here this morning. Hey, Chris. Good morning. How are you guys? How you doing? Good. I wish my name was Olivia, but it's not. <laughs> well, I don't think Chris was on the list either anymore. I mean, but, but it's no. it's sick. It's, it's cyclical. The, yeah. na- the names, you know, they come around. Sometimes the old names become would, popular again. I would think. I would think Jane is a more popular name than Olivia. I mean, Jane is very, very popular. Or Jennifer was Jennifer on the list? No, no, they've kind of gone by the wayside. Hmm. I'm waiting so, for Mister. Uh, that where they are, the wayside. Yes, yes, yes. I'm waiting for Mr. Peepers well, to come back. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's, a, that's a very popular name. That went by the wayside, too, just temporarily, but that's coming back. <laughs> hey, what made you decide that right now was the time to, to write your memoir? Um, well, you know, it's been, um, you know, I, um, I think uh, it, what sparked me to write the book was to, um, you know, a lot of people, a lot of fans, you know, I do a lot of stand-up, and a lot of fans have always asked me all the time, you know, like, what have you been up to? Like, where have you been? Um, you know, you, you uh, kind of fell off the radar a little about the bit, and that, you know, this book really answers a lot of those questions, you know. And um, there's a tremendous amount of, you know, just love and appreciation from the, the fans, and that was really nice to hear about my work on Saturday Night Live and and other things as well, and I and I just... You know, I didn't realize how interesting my experiences were until, you know, I tell them and other people say, oh, my God, you got to write a book. This is pretty, those are great, you know, because I didn't write a book for the purpose of, you know, I want to write a book. I got a couple of funny jokes because <laughs> it's not a book about uh, a comedy. It's a book about a comedian, you know, really. So um, it's, it's, uh, there's a lot of um, interesting and serious stuff in there as well, along with it being funny. So, yeah, that's I, mean, what I think. There's some interesting stuff about um, the stuff about driving the uh, the widower around. It's really interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that was one of my previous jobs before I got started on live, where I drove a a lady named Mrs. Kugel, and uh, Mrs. Kegel. A, Did you say her name was Mrs. <laughs> Kegel? <laughs> no, Kugel. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> I have to have Kugel for lunch. <laughs> Just as absurd, Kugel Kegel. Yeah. yeah. Um. And she had a dog named Rex, which is a very huge, it was a big poodle. And uh, I made the mistake of uh, Windexing uh, Mrs. Kugel's window one day at her house, and the dog licked the Windex off the window and then passed away. Oh. And I was to blame. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh my God. Tough one to come back from. It's <laughs> that, really a yeah. tough one to come back from. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, but, I mean. Uh, I don't know why. It was my fault. Yeah. The dog chose to lick the Windex. <laughs> yeah. Um, what do you think of Saturday Night Live right now today? Um, I think um, I, I, I like it. You know, I watch it. I do. I watch it every Saturday. I really do. There's just, um, you know, it's still like it's still family to me. You know, um, I, I think I think the cast is great. 
I think the writers are great. Um, I think sometimes some sketches don't work, but that's, you know, that's nobody's fault. That's how the show always has been, you know. It's easy to criticize something, but, um, I mean, it has, there's so much going on at a show like that every week, you know. It's hard to have, like, a 100% foolproof, amazing Saturday show, you know. Yeah. Um, there's so much to take care of. And uh, I think um, people criticize it for being too political sometimes, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, I think that's I think it's necessary. I think it's good for that to happen. You know, everyone has different voices across the country in regards to politics, and SNL has their voice. And I think it's important to have that. You know, uh, we've had Daryl Hammond up here. We've had Jay Farrow mm-hmm. in the studio, and uh, maybe a couple other people. But all we hear about is how brutal the writer's room is when you guys are presenting your ideas. And and I think, I forget who it was, it was like the most stressful time in their life was going to those meetings. You know, I honestly did not find it so brutal. I mean, the first sketch I ever got on was the first sketch uh, of my first, was the first week I ever was on the show. And it was, um, it's a character called Sewell Forrester. It was a gibberish guy that you couldn't understand. He was a substitute teacher, and he was like, good afternoon, I'm so honored. I'm going to be here. Something to do. Ah, it's ah, ah. And, um, <laughs> and I did that at the table at the Reeds room. Nobody laughed at all. But uh, Lauren trusted it and trusted me, and uh, the show ended up being the first sketch of the night that week. So I started with not getting any laughs at the table. and uh, But that was my first week. Of course, I, I think the writers accepted me a lot more later with my brand of kind of humor and style. And, uh, but so it wasn't so brutal for me. You know, I always believed in myself and in my work, you know, but it was, um, I guess, yeah, it was a tough room. It's not an easy laugh room. It's not like most shows or sitcoms where everybody's very supportive. You it, know, um, Chris Catan is our guest and he's written a book, which is called baby. Don't hurt me His memoir. And was it, um, was it tough for you when when uh, when Tracy Morgan wrote what he wrote, and did you feel like you wanted to respond in this book to uh, to Tracy Morgan? Oh, I don't think I did respond in the book. I don't remember actually, but I, I, I we're friends. We um, we're in a band together actually. The uh, Christmas, well, wish it was Christmas Today band. <laughs> yes. <Yeah>. So um, <laughs> we we saw each other recently last Christmas. Uh, uh, on the Tonight Show when we did that, and we we get along great. We text each other and stuff. And, yeah, um, we do. I you know I think he apologized for that uh, not too long after he made that comment. <laughs> you know I don't know why he made that comment. Sometimes people think things are funny to say, and it doesn't read that way. Sometimes you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean that's the way life is, right? It goes. You know, people have an impression, and then it's uh, maybe it's gone right. after after mm-hmm. a period of time or something. Yeah, that's right. That's a good way to look alive. Thank you for that. You're welcome. You can use that for free. <laughs> um, um, all right. Well, oh, book... good. Were you, were you going to charge me? Uh, <laughs> no, no, there's no charge for that. There's no charge for that. Oh, good. OK, good. Um, all right. So the book is out and you get it. At Amazon.com, Barnes and Noble.com, all the major outlets. And um, it's called Baby Don't Hurt Me. And of course, I mean, you think about who you had the opportunity to work with, you know, Will Ferrell and Jimmy Fallon and Amy Poehler. I mean, some amazing people over the years. Yeah, a lot of great guests. Uh, there's a lot of, I mean, this is, the book is full of uh, what it was like to work with such great guest hosts like Charlize Theron or Tom Hanks or, 
even musical guests like Bono and David Bowie. Oh, not you know, it's not, just, uh, not. Don't tell me that American Treasure Tom Hank was a was oh. a great guest, please. Oh. <laughs> oh my God, he was amazing. Oh, yeah. so he's, nice he's to everybody, just joking the whole Greg, time. Right? Greg like, doesn't like Tom. I'm not, I'm not a fan. <laughs> oh, you're not you're not a fan of people that are really nice and truly nice. I don't buy it. I don't buy it, Chris. I just <laughs> don't, don't buy, buy any. I think it's a, a, I think it's Hollywood lore. I don't buy it. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe somewhere he has a punching bag in his cellar and he left yeah. it out. Yeah. No. There's like a there's like a face of a third world uh, child or something on it and he's down there oh, punching Jesus away. Christ. That's what I think. <laughs> no. uh, who was the Oh, a texter wants to know who the inspiration was for Mr. Peepers. Mr. Peepers was actually came from a very bad improvisation uh when I was back with the Groundlings, this LA improv troupe and um the uh, director said, it was an improv class, uh, and the director said, okay, let's do the worst possible improv choice you can make. And uh, that was fun for me. So, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> so I entered the stage, and uh, the guy on stage was happened to be like six foot five, and I jumped on him. And, um, I was, you know, I was pretty athletic and, uh, you know, agile, so I hung upside down on him with my legs wrapped around his neck for no reason at all. Oh, my God. And uh, after that, we're like, you know what? That's very much like those Johnny Carson shows or The Tonight Show when somebody brings on a, uh, you know, Jack Hanna, I think his name was. Right, was yeah. Or, yeah. I, yeah. He would come on and bring on an animal, and the animal would go crazy on The Tonight Show and pee in, in, in Johnny Carson's face and all that stuff. Yeah. And I thought, well, maybe I could be like a, one of those animals on the Tonight Show that just wreaks havoc and stuff. And that's how uh, Mr. Peepers was born. Well, Chris, congrats on the congrats on the book. Thanks for being on this morning. There's Chris Kattan from Saturday Night Live. Yes. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.